Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters podcast, a Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today are two eggheads, John and Brendan. How's it going, my dudes? Hey, it's going good. Eggheads? Is that really in Star Wars? Eggheads is a rebel nickname for stormtroopers. Apparently, Star Wars Tales 22. Okay. Hmm. Sorry, the first thing I thought of was the Batman villain. I will never look at stormtrooper helmets the same. They're just eggs now. They're just eggheads. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that because specifically the egghead I was thinking of was from the Batman 66 show, and he was played by Vincent Price, so I'm good with that. Okay, Brendan is now Vincent Price. There you go. <laughs> Vincent Price is awesome. <laughs> Moving along today on the podcast, we have LVO Recap. Uh, me, I went there, so I'm going to tell you a little bit my, about my experiences there. Uh, what do we think about the new rules? Uh, all three of us had some games you know, with the new rules, so we're going to go over that quickly. Uh, and then there is a brand new game mode coming to Legion. It is called Spec Ops. Uh, it's kind of like Kill Team uh, from 40K. Universe, universe if you know that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Should be a good episode. Let's see. LVO was a lot of fun. Uh, showed up there day one. And uh, I just, I mean, I just did what Blizzard Force does. So let me go over my list for, you know, you know, everyone probably Shit. already knows this list, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, so it's the same, you know, Imperial officer with improvised orders, uh, operative Vader with force push, force choke, into the fray, tenacity, and then I have four speeder bikes. Uh, they all have um, emergency transponders, four snows, and the, I'm sorry, two snows, my bad. And then I have two HRU units with um, the range four guns. So that put me at 782, so I was blue player most of my games. Blizzard Force does nasty things. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so here are some thoughts. Um, down the first game force. yeah plus force yeah. we'll we'll get into it don't don't you worry brendan oh, i know <laughs> i i as an empire main i just hate blizzard force <laughs> <laughs> i like how i like how blizzard force plays bikes are really really fun but the the, the list is just overtuned mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is cheaper but i'll get into that in my final thoughts you know wrapping up lvo um yeah, so first game, uh, day one, uh, was against a Rebel player. Uh, his name is Matthew. Uh, cool dude. And uh, he was playing, like, uh, Luke, Din, and then, like, a Rebel gun line. Um, and we ended up on Breakthrough Disarray. And he put, like, a Fleet Trooper out in his weak zone, so the bikes just, like, kind of mopped it up. And then he had to make a play to, you know, go kill something of better value. Uh, didn't end up happening. I ended up killing his din because he threw din out because uh, he had to he had no choice uh and then once din went down he conceded so uh not a very interactive game because there was a giant los blocker right in the center of the map um so as soon as i got that one kill on the fleet trooper it was pretty much game over because he had to come to me and i was already castled uh game two was against another blizzard force uh he he outbid me by one uh, mm. This is Kyle Kruger, by the way. Uh, again, awesome dude. I had a fun time playing him. We were joking back and forth. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, nice. So he was playing the uh, the other Blizzard Force, which was Veers with uh, three snows kitted out with like uh, flamers, and then HRUs and four bikes. Right. So he had he had like eleven X. Uh, he also had a generic officer. And we played his deck, so we landed on key positions, rollout, and hostile. So basically what ended up happening was I hid all of my troopers to avoid the two bombard cards. Uh, And then our bikes jousted. (laughs) Essentially, that's what you're going to do from short edge to short edge. (laughs) He got early kills on my bikes, uh, but then I popped right back with my my bombard card and then the HRUs mopped up the bikes. So now it's just trooper, trooper v trooper battle, but I have Vader. Uh, we both kind of joked that the, the tables at LVO were, were all fine, but this one, 
this one like didn't really have any LOS blocking. Uh, so there was like lots of space, space in between stuff. So I tried my best to like get Vader in there safely. And surprisingly I did. I think that's because I threw out the bikes early um, to like let him like, you know, try and take care of those and focus his attention on that. So I think it worked because I think on turn three, I played Vader's might and I got engaged with a snow that had activated. So once I did that, I was like, okay, this game is pretty much in the bag now. Uh, so it was KP. So he had to rush the center. Uh, and then with the new rules changes, uh, Vader's really, really good at it. I mean, he's good at a lot of things, but he's also really good at KP. I saved Master of Evil for last, and then I played it uh, turn six, and then basically I panicked all three units on the center KP, and it was just Vader there. Panicked units do not count towards the objective for KP. So there you go. I uh, won that one, two to one. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, game three, uh, I was already moving on to day two, so this was slightly more relaxed game. Uh, I was against Josiah. Uh, I think he's from Team Relentless. Uh, cool dude. And we played, we landed on Breakthrough Disarray Supply Drop, and he was playing Yoda, uh, Triple Barks, and then some, like, clone stuff. I think it was Nine Axe, if I remember correctly. So I was already at a, like, pretty big advantage playing Breakthrough, and then it was Disarray. I felt pretty bad because my bikes were saving everything he shot, you know, at it. <laughs> Triple Barks, you know, shot right at one the one bike in my disarray corner um, and just, just did not die for like a turn and a half. So that, that kind of like really set him on the back foot. And then basically Vader got in with the other uh, clones that were advancing. So it was kind of over after that. Um, my bikes did really nasty saves there. So, yeah, the uh, 3-0 day one. Couldn't be happier, right? Nice. <laughs> I didn't have anything planned for day two, so I was like, I really hope I make it to day two. <laughs> 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 I came here for Legion, and I didn't really want to play uh, the other game mode. Um, oh, what was it called? Unconventional Warfare. <laughs> I was like, no, please no. Is that the doubles? <laughs> That's the doubles event? No, no doubles, was doubles. was doubles. That was else. Yeah, I think Unconventional Warfare, like, broke the rules of the game. Yeah, it's crazy. It, they came out with the rules for that back in, like, 2021, uh, where yeah. it changes up list building and gives different bonuses depending on how you built your list with the different list building. Oh, gotcha. Okay. When I heard people mention it, I just assumed it was, like, the official name for the doubles stuff. Yeah. So. Now. I was initially confused at that, too, but no, it's the... It's a whole different mode. Yep. Cool. Uh, so day two. Here we go. Uh, day two. Uh, I knew this is, you know, th this is make or break. You have to go three and oh. So uh, all day. my games are. Yeah, it's, just, it's the sweaty day, essentially. <laughs> uh, so I fought against the droid player. So I was, I was pretty excited. I was like, sweet. This should be fun. Uh, his name was Kevin. Also a really cool dude. We, uh, you know, joked around the entire time. So I, you know, I think we both had fun. Uh, we landed on Breakthrough, Danger Close, and War Weary. Uh, he was running Kalani, 2BX, 2BX Commandos, the full squads. And he had nice. the Sniper, Emergency Transponders, and O-Push. We'll get back to that later. And then he had six B1s. Uh, four of them had report, uh, repair bots. And then he had an AAT with shells and something else, I think. Link targeting, right? Uh, so the whole point of his list is to to sharpshooter down bikes really, really hard, uh, which he, in my opinion, should have done. Uh, but Blizzard Force had other plans, and my, and my oh. dice luck had other plans. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, so what ended up happening was is I deployed all my stuff on my edge, and then I put Vader at the very top, uh, and then he deployed all of his stuff uh, on his board edge, right? Uh, so like Vader is just going to be the scariest man, right? Try and try and hide behind something and then clash into something. Mm -hmm. uh, this was a really, really close game and really fun. I couldn't stop the BXs because he played his uh, one card. The, the what is it called? The super attack droid uh, three pip where you can um, deploy last, whatever that's called. Oh, with the, yeah, the one that gives things reinforcements. Yeah, it gives reinforcements. So he played that, and 
He divulged you know, it? I, he, he, he divulged it, yeah. Oh. It kind of makes sense on Danger Close. Kind of want to know where uh, Vader's at. That's fair. He doesn't have anything really to recover other than O-Push. So it's a, it's a pretty powerful card. Uh, but anyways, he deployed his BXs, um, and then his BXs could see Vader. So he got some early wounds on Vader. Um, Vader went to four health remaining after one shot. I'm like, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> uh, but luckily, I was able to hide behind a rock where the tank and the BXs couldn't see me unless, you know, unless he wrapped around. So that ended up being pretty good for me, uh, that rock. And Vader eventually gets in with Vader's might play. He goes with a BX, I believe, to shoot at something. It was to shoot at a bike that had, like, flown in. Um, and then Vader goes to immediately go grab those BXs. And, like, he just rips them apart. And I only leave the unit leader left. And, <laughs> and I pull in his other BX. Okay, so here's what I did. I, I went into the BX droid that did not activate yet. And then I pulled in the unit that did activate, right? So I was effectively safe. Or so I thought. <laughs> So when I went into the unit that didn't activate, I killed all but one BX droid because of Impervious. Um, so I didn't get to kill all of them, unfortunately. So he went one by one with all his droids to heal them. He healed them back up and punched the crap out of Vader. Vader's left on one wound. He sneaks in a B he sneaks in a B1 <laughs> unit. A B1 unit moves and punches Vader, gets one crit. And then I flubbed the defense roll. Vader's dead. Turn three. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's it's not great, but it's fine. This Roger, is fine. Roger, <laughs> Roger. Roger, uh, Luckily, only one BX is standing at this, at this time. <laughs> so I'm like, well, all right, I just got to make my bikes do all the work, essentially. Uh, and they did. <laughs> they really did. Every time he took a shot at my bikes, they were just like, no, I'm going to save out of it. Uh, the BX is shot at the bikes. He got, I think he got five hits into the bikes. I, I rolled four saves. I'm like, <gasps> I am so sorry. His B1s shoot at it, like three crits. I'm like, okay, two blocks. I'm sorry. Can, can your white dice was, teach my red dice how to block, please? It was disgusting. I was like, what is, what is this game? <laughs> so I think my dice luck helped me out there, but... It was still a lot of fun. There was a weird interaction that I'll go over later uh, in some final thoughts. Um, but I was able to win 5-4. to four. Very close game. Uh, it was very fun. Uh, and then I played against uh, Don in my second game. And we played Palo Disarray War Weary. It was a Empire uh, IG-88 shore gunline list. Callus uh, nice. was also floating around in there. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, this table was kind of open on one side, so we all kind of deployed our stuff on the one spot that had uh, the one side that had the most terrain. <laughs> um, and then we basically walked towards the open area, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, he got a lot of shots on um, on my HRUs, and like they almost died. Uh, luckily, they did not. And then my bikes kind of swooped in and killed his weaker side. Uh, I forgot to mention he also had two dewbacks. Uh, bikes just kind of eat dewbacks f uh, for breakfast. Uh, it's not a great Poor matchup dewbacks. for dewbacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rip dewbacks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, once I cleaned them up, I was up on axe. And then Vader got in eventually and basically just basically carried the game. I'm not going to lie. Vader's kind of disgusting. Uh, and then I won on that objective. Three to zero. Um, sorry, Don. Vader's kind of gross. Uh, and then, who do I get paired up with on game three of day two? <laughs> None other than Kyle Dornbos um, from Notorious Scoundrels, right? Mm -hmm. And what do you know? We're running the same exact list. And I do mean the same exact list uh, <laughs> down to the upgrade. The only difference is that his, his blue deck is different with one objective. And he has key positions instead of payload. Uh, I win the roll off for for a blue player, and I I pick blue because I feel like I just don't feel like playing um, key positions. So that's why I picked it. Okay. 
I th- I'm going to go over turn zero a little bit because <laughs> I thought this was like the most interesting part about it. I know it's Blizzard v. Blizzard, so how interesting could it be? Uh, so we landed on for objectives, hostage, payload, bombing run, breakthrough, then battle lines, danger close, hemmed in, disarray, and then it was clear, hostile, war weary, supply drop. So I banned clear because clear is kind of boring. Uh, he bans hostage. I ban battle lines. Um, and then he bans payload. Unfortunately, uh, that's the one objective I wanted to play. I did not want to play bombing run. And I told Kyle this uh, at the end of turn two. I was like, uh, I really did not want to play bombing run. So I hate you for this. <laughs> 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 no, I didn't. I didn't say it like that. But it's the one objective I don't have the most experience with because everyone bans it if you have speeders and you're really good at bombing run no red player always bans it so i don't have any practice with it i have zero Um, practice with it i've never played bombing run (laughs) yeah it's it's not an objective people like to play usually so when i was going over turn zero in my head i was like if i ban danger close oh hold on he if he banned uh payload then we were we would be playing bombing run hemmed in so i was like basically it was going to be either hemmed in bombing run or danger close bombing run in my opinion so i was like i guess i'll pick danger close my hemmed in position was not very great on my side of the board he had some really really good line of sight blockers where i just couldn't see anything and he could just kind of like hop over stuff safely into the next line of sight blocker so i was like all right danger close it is long story short i lost I tried, we both basically did a mirror deployment. Uh, We both put troopers on one side and then we both kind of put bikes on the other side, kind of spaced range one apart so we don't get bombarded. And basically he he got up on kill points because he killed one of my snows early and that was not great. And then he ran away smartly. So I was like, okay, this could be a weird game. Uh, So my only hope was at the end of turn three that he would not have order control on one of his bikes. So then Vader could go pick up the bomb because Vader was next to those bikes. So I was like, maybe this is a thing. Uh, turns out, no, it's not a thing. (laughs) Uh, because he played master of evil and did order control for his bikes. And then he went last with that bike, even though I played implacable so I can get effectively two turns to maybe move into position to pick up a bomb. Uh, bikes are just way too fast. So that's all right. Um, (laughs) I'm glad I got to play bombing run for like my fourth game ever of it. (laughs) (laughs) So, but Kyle's a cool dude. Um, I mean, I I just need to play more bombing run. (laughs) So that'll, that'll end my LVO uh, tournament run. I can't be too sad because effectively the same exact list (laughs) one, one LVO, right? Kyle (laughs) Kyle and I had the same list. So, (laughs) I guess I'm not too sad about it. I mean, you lost He's, to the guy who won. It, it's how I felt yeah. at PAX. I lost to the guy who won. <laughs> yeah. Is, Which was are also we, uh, Kyle with that list. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Will we be naming Kyle a enemy of the podcast, similar to Mike Berry, now that he has killed two of us, two of the three? Absolutely, and I'll tell you the reason why. <laughs> it's not because I lost. No, not at all. It's because after after we played our game and we were just kind of chilling and and talking, you know, I said, "Oh, Kyle, <laughs> do you want to, do you want a free sticker, right? Like our Inglorious Blaster sticker. I've been handing them out." <laughs> and he goes, "No, thank you. I actively deny swag now." And I was like, "You son of a gun." <laughs> he told me this. <laughs> you same deny thing. <laughs> Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Well, 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 he said he had, too many, <laughs> he had too many stickers. He had too many stickers. So <laughs> So that's why he's an enemy to me. He denied me, <laughs> me giving him a sticker. So <laughs> I have lent him measuring tools at various tournaments. So I will have to offer him a sticker next time. And then he'll <laughs> deny you too. <laughs> nice. No, I understand. Right. If you have too many stickers, you don't know where to put them. I, I, I'm, I'm cool with that. But, um, I don't know. Should he be an enemy of the podcast? It wasn't in a single event that he beat us. Well, that's true. Well, Mike Berry is currently the only person on the list of enemy right. of the podcast. And he beat, he us beat all both in of you at the events. same event. 
No, he oh, beat okay. at the same event. I didn't know that that was the. I just assumed yeah. if you bet, if you had beaten multiple of us, you just all of a sudden become. <laughs> I think enemy if of you beat us all three of us, but at separate events, then then you're good to go. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so I I just want to wrap up some LVO thoughts with um, so I guess some Blizzard Force thoughts, right? So I I know everyone's already talked about it, but. Here are like some quick like top highlights why I think it definitely needs an adjustment, right? Everyone's already talked about it, but um, if you don't know, here we go. Uh, there's still the top dog after this new uh, points adjustment. It's a good list, and the right player can make it shine like way better than everything else. It can bid and play the objectives it wants to play and puts you in like awkward situations on turn zero. So payload hemmed in, never fun. If you're red bombing run, good luck. If you don't have fast units hostage against Vader again, <laughs> good luck. Uh, disarray breakthrough is, is also, I would think an auto lose. It's it's in my opinion, very similar to uh, payload hemmed in. Also, I found disarray in general is such a bad deployment for your opponent. It's like not even funny. Uh, the bikes will just run over whatever your weakest side is. And then you just mop up the rest, right? These are just some like general thoughts that I had on Blizzard Force. Please, please. Nerf. I hope they do something about it. I hope they don't like murder it, but like they definitely gotta do something about it. I'm gonna keep saying my uh, my one solution. I, I I figure HRUs are going to get a a points bump, but I think because they're supposed it's supposed to be a thematic list, one of the supports should be forced to be an E-Win. That would be cool. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a simple thing, and then you, you know, quadruple bikes is a problem. Triple bikes, people have been able to do that for forever. So, it's a it's a small thing. It opens up a lot extra points in the list, but it makes it way it more does. thematic. It opens up like 20, 25 points. Yeah, but you know, it gets an e web on the table, and then immediately everybody's <laughs> going to stop playing because there's an e web on the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh real quick before i forget um i was handed like kind of like a preview unit of uh the new six up supply uh plasma blade lay uh, line laser right so if you go to their website uh right now it's up for pre-order um it's basically <laughs> a very powerful laser that's usb rechargeable so you don't got to worry about batteries and it emits like a very very powerful green laser beam it goes like it goes very far. It went all the way across the hall. Oh, <laughs> it was wow, a huge really hall powerful. at LVO. And I was like, <laughs> wow, okay. It did not lose like any clarity. Um, it was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, it's a fun toy. Uh, there you go. I hit up uh, 3D six printed supply. to look like a lightsaber, right? Yep. Yeah. And yeah, they, like a lightsaber. if you ordered them, they are shipping, I believe. Because just before we started recording, I saw that mine had shipped today. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, pretty so, sweet, now, guys. I want to also chime in on uh, LVO. I watched pretty much all of the streams uh, while I was putting myself through the torture of putting together four squads of B ones. But uh, I mean, got to give a, a shout out to uh, Mike Barry for getting second place with a five zero first list, uh, which very impressive, and uh, I mean, it looked like a, a pretty fun list with three full Arc Trooper squads in it. Um, but then also, uh, just cause everybody's talking about him, uh, Dave Grant, who brought the six act Vader Palpatine gaff tank, uh, and went five and one. Also, his only loss was to Kyle. Um, <laughs> Kyle gets the best of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to say that list looked like a lot of fun. Uh, and the one streamed game uh, that he was on was uh, first round of day one. He piloted it amazing. I, I think what people should take away is you can make any list work with a lot of practice because he's been playing it for years. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you can make any list work just by putting it together. It has to have purpose and practice. But Absolutely. you can, you can I, I do agree. whatever, and, and it'll work with time and practice. It's it's definitely pilot skill and practice, right? 
that 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 usually trumps a lot of things and purpose yeah. if the the stuff in the list doesn't have a purpose uh, it shouldn't be there i mean his his six right. acts were were beefy but they all served a purpose yeah i agree it was awesome and if you haven't watched that stream highly recommend it uh it's now up on uh the yavin base youtube channel uh and you can also still find the the video on demand on the uh twitch channel as well but an amazing game to shout watch. out to uh shout out to endless he did a good job streaming yep very entertaining stream kept me sane putting together b1s and I believe LVO now holds the record for largest in-person tournament with 143 players. Pretty exciting. Yep, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. Very. 22 of which were playing Blizzard Force. So just one more uh, bullet point for your list of uh, reasons to give it a little kick in the butt. <laughs> Get it gone. Yeah. No one list Hopefully it'll should be do that. something. It should be that popular. What, what pretty much sums it up is every time I play against it, when Corey and I do practice games, the cards come out and every scenario is bad for me. So it's just, which is the least bad of all of the bad options um, that, do I want to no play? <laughs> no such <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, there's no such thing. It's weird. It's, yep. It does way too many good things. It is rough. It is a rough go. Uh, how about how about we uh, transition over to some new rules thoughts? What do you guys think? Cool. Yeah, works for me. I'll, cool. I'll, I'll go first because I have the, the least to say. Um, I've gotten one game in since the uh, the new rules, uh, and it was with a... I, I played a list that I knew I wouldn't win with, but it looked fun. Uh, it was a Krennic and one Death Trooper, a Bosk and Callus with a, a Shoreline. <laughs> Um, I, I just wanted to have some fun with some models I don't normally play with uh, that also could give out a lot of suppression at range uh, to, to see if the suppression rules would really have much of an impact. Uh, I ended up playing against uh, one of our locals, Sam, uh, and he was playing a uh, Republic list, and uh, my list just got demolished. Basically, <laughs> the only difference I really noticed in gameplay is... There was more cover uh, with these new rules, uh, and that's also I noticed something I noticed on the streams watching LVO. But um, I mean, otherwise, it didn't really feel that different. Um, I didn't end up really doing much climbing, uh, just because my list for the most part just stands still and shoots things uh, in that scenario. But you know, it, I didn't really experience anything different. And, you know, seeing that I had opportunities where I could just climb up onto a building. I think I did that with maybe one of my shore trooper squads at one point. Um, I mean, it, it just made for an easier play experience from what I experienced. Uh, but overall, it was it was positive. It was just a lot more just cover shots. Nice. Good to hear. John, what about you? Yeah, I mean, we've we've played two games with it, and then I obviously watched uh, a couple of the games on stream for LVO. Uh, and I like pretty much all of the different aspects of it so far. I really like the pass mechanic. I think that was really well done. Um, yes. And I'm not just saying that as a Republic player. <laughs> who I did pretty use much the always plays mechanic. 9 <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like the pass mechanic. I just like that it adds a new element of options when it comes to list building. 9x doesn't feel quite as bad. Um, all the movement stuff seems fairly clean for the most part. I actually really like the panic changes. Um, I think it adds almost like a little bit of like a mini game, you know, kind of new elements that you weren't necessarily as focused on in the past. So I really like that. Um, there's some really cool turn six things that you can do, um, or round six things in-game to panic units and stuff that you wouldn't have necessarily thought of in the past. Uh, and then cover and wound allocation. I'm fine with the wound allocation. I Cover is fine, I will say. I mean, it's pretty much everything has cover just about all the time. 
So I don't necessarily like that there's very few out-of-cover shots. I do think it kind of makes things much more simple, um, which I think most people are pretty much in that camp. Um, I don't know. That's the only one where I'm kind of on the fence about. I'm hoping that there's some alteration to that, just because, I mean, even at LVO, some of the tables weren't, super dense and it was still pretty much everything was in cover just by the way that you're uh you're doing cover checks now so that i'm kind of hopeful will change a little bit after we see how it goes um in real life events uh but overall i'm very happy with everything i it definitely did not feel or look like when referencing the streams that, like, it was a huge major overhaul like everyone was concerned about. Um, like, I still feel like it's, like, 85-90% the same game, just with a couple tweaks. Um, but, I mean, anytime a new unit comes out, there's going to be some tweaks to the game. It's just kind of part of it. So, I, I'm really happy with it so far. Nice. There you go. Uh, so I played a bunch of games, right? I just went to LVO. Um, what? You played a bunch of what? games? What is crazy? I played a bunch of games with the new rules, guys. Um, so it was funny hearing uh, throughout the hall, like everyone was shouting, Counselor. I loved hearing that. Uh, so it was, it, was, it, it was funny. I, I got into it. I got to um, say, uh, I, I think I heard it on another cast, but I agree with it that yelling that, now, you know, if you're playing in a hall with other games, you know that you're calling for a Legion uh, ruling and, yeah. and not in somebody yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the distinction's really nice there. Um, so anyways, uh, so I had a couple... So I'll just go over some interesting, interesting like, uh, uh, rules interactions that I had over the weekend. So the Imperial Speeder Bikes are like the size of like a thin pancake now for like their silhouette. So it's like much easier to hide them than before. So for example, in my game three, there was a lot of heavy buildings. There was one building in particular that I could hide my bike safely behind when before in the older rules, he would have been able to see my uh, the head of the model and be able to shoot at it. But now it was like so thin, I could just like hide behind it. So I was like, "Well, okay, <laughs> this is a thing now." Yeah. So Corey, for clarification, that's because with the new rules, the speeder bike silhouette starts from the bottom of the model, so it doesn't include the flight stand and the base, and it goes to the top of basically the handlebar. So it's not including the head of the yep. of the rider. So, so it's, it's yeah, like correct. a little correct. thin flying saucer, basically. Yeah, that's effectively what it is. You're you're you are trying to target this tiny thin <laughs> pancake target. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there were a lot of shots for my opponent. And I was like, and I was not trying to be like a jerk. I was just like, can you see it? I was like, I don't think you can. <laughs> like it, you know, I'm like wrapped around this building and like hilariously this cylindrical building randomly at the same height and i kid you not at the same height that like thin speeder bike pancake is at has like this one piece jutting out which blocked in my opinion blocked um the speeder bike so he couldn't see it so i was like i don't think you can i think i gave it to him i I don't remember but i was like this is weird it's it's very abstract and i I hated like saying that. I'm like, I don't think you could see it, but whatever. Yeah, because now the part of the speeder um, bike that juts o- off the base doesn't count either. It's literally just the base no, and then the no. pancake oh, yeah. on top. It it would have been a much easier again, like uh like Brendan's saying, like that that piece that sticks out, he definitely saw that, but not the way I positioned it. I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. So it was it was interesting. I was like, I don't know about this. Uh, so then there, there was another one where I was able to shoot through the AAT because it had perched up on a rock and I could see underneath it. It was kind of a weird interaction because ground vehicles um, don't let you do that, right? So I'm talking about like uh, a regular tank that's on the ground or an ATSD. It's full LOS blocking, right? But 
uh, hover ground vehicles, if you could see from the base, you know, to the top of the peg uh, where the model is, that's free game. You could shoot between that. Uh, same thing with like stuff like the bus and then the saber tank, right? Oh, so you can actually um, shoot underneath them, essentially. Ankle yeah. sniping. Oh. And my, yeah, oh, and I, I felt bad. I knew the, I knew the, you know, the interaction. I was like, all right, I'm gonna shoot underneath. He's like, can you do that? I'm like, yeah. Let's call a counselor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was that's weird. I feel like, in my opinion, it should just fully block LOS, um, for hover ground because that way there's like no weird because if you're already treating it as like a ground vehicle then just do it fully in my opinion just 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 do it fully it's fine because it makes sense that you know the aa5 doesn't block line of sight uh at at the ankles but in atst's legs do yeah right yeah Yeah. well what you know what i'm getting at like why is that a distinction like like the tiny distance between the peg of the aat and like you know the ATSD legs, like none of that makes sense. You can thematically. see right through the ATSD uh, legs in in real life, but no line of sight blocking in the game now. Yeah, so from a thematic point of view, I just didn't like that. Uh, obviously, I took the shot, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> um, I feel yeah, bad and crushing then, you, but I'm gonna do it. Vehicles are weird. I've the played vehicles are weird. They've got nuance. <laughs> definitely need a little tweaking it i think i think so too yeah Yeah. uh so then i also got like maybe two shots out of cover for my bikes like the entire tournament uh so like six games worth that kind of made me sad checking line of sight i just stopped doing it unless i really thought i had it and then even then it took like a while yeah it's either i gave up or like i tried for like a, a full like minute to two minutes <laughs> like just checking every base side right so yeah take it or leave it on that one uh and then i think payload's fine even though i only played it once uh well i played it twice so far i don't think it's a bad objective like some other people are saying i think it's really good if you want to force the fight and clash with your opponent still so yeah i i still think it's good you you may get screwed over but if you want to force that fight, I think it's a great objective still. Let me put it that way. Uh, so before we get into Spec Ops game mode, how about we give a quick plug to a couple different things related to our podcast. We have a Discord. Want to chat with us? Uh, talk some Legion, show off your hobby work, uh, or just show off pictures of your pets? We have a Discord channel for you. We would love to see you there. Uh, you can find it in... Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, you can find a link to it on Facebook, uh, on our podcast websites, or just message us on another discord and we'll give you a link uh, additionally i've recently added a new uh, voice channel called hobby hangout uh when i'm uh hobbying i'm hanging out there so you can you know ask me questions if you want to join uh when you you see i'm doing something because i'm just working on models uh so feel free to to hop in if you you see me there or if i'm not there feel free to hop in there if you just want to see if anybody else is available to chat yeah, yeah, I, I've been meaning to hop in there as well. I've uh, just been a little busy lately. So, yeah, come check us out there. Uh, we're also on most popular podcasting apps now, including Spotify, Apple, Google, and YouTube. Uh, we would really appreciate it if you leave us a review and a rating. It would really help us out. Uh, yeah, and Brendan said you can find our page on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, search for The Inglorious Blasters, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and follow us on Instagram at SWL Inglorious Blasters. Or you can send us an email at swlingloriousblasters at gmail.com. Alrighty. Uh, with that, let's go over some spec ops. Um, what do you guys think? First reactions. Well, first, I just want to read the game overview from the, uh, the document here to just give, give a little overview of what it is. So Star Wars Legion Special Operations is a game mode for Star Wars Legion that focuses on small squad level skirmishes. The game utilizes miniatures and core rules from the Star Wars Legion, but introduces new gameplay mechanics, squads, and missions. Basically what it is. New game mode, use your existing models. Uh, There's no heroes in this game mode currently. It's just looking at generic units. Um, 
and this is a beta. That's the main thing we should uh, mention on this. It's it's still in beta. They are basically releasing this to everyone to to beta it. There's two rounds of the beta, one going on right now, and then you can submit your feedback, and then another one It's going to happen in April or May, I think it was. Um, so it's basically a new way to play with your models, new rules, definitely a work in progress. Yeah. I noticed there's some interesting rules changes. I'm not going to go over all of them, but because uh, I only had a quick chance to take a look at it. Uh, but they are using the same movement templates, right, that uh, Legion has, but they're changing to using a measuring tape um, for measuring stuff like weapon ranges and other abilities uh, printed on the cards. So, for example, uh, if you look at, uh, you could download this from their website. Um, you can look at the unit card of, like, a Stormtrooper. For the E11 blaster rifle, uh, it doesn't say, like, a range band anymore. It just says the number of, like, inches it could fire. And in this case, it's 12 inches. And then it shows you the dice, right? So this one, uh, the single model shoots red, black, black, uh, black, white. That's interesting of a change. I, I like that they're using more granularity with different um, attack profiles. But it's also, like, weird at the same time. Cause it's like, I don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about it. Essentially, are, is what I'm getting at. Are all um, the ranges in increments of six inches? No, they are not. I didn't. No. Oh, okay. I was gonna say maybe it's if everything's like six, twelve, eighteen. You could no, just so, use oh, gotcha. the range rulers. No, like I'm looking at the Imperial officer. It's got their blaster pistols yeah. range eight. I, I can understand. Gotcha. Okay. I understand the reason why they're using the you know inches rather than the existing range rulers is to have more variation in ranges since this is supposed to be such a much closer skirmish level game you know mm. if everything's in six inches it's i mean why play it any differently you know but if you can do yeah. in between distances it, it makes sense i mean uh so I'm, I'm cool with that part it's a little different uh you know as are all these you know, new profiles for units, but, you know, each unit's got more health, which is kind of fun. Uh, and they're throwing a lot more dice. So, I mean, it looks interesting. I, I don't know if I'll get to actually play any of the, uh, the beta currently, but it definitely feels like something I'd give a try in the future. I, I definitely want to try it. Um, I think I just want to, I think I either I think I'm just gonna wait for the beta to be over. Um, I don't mind printing out the cards. I just don't want to do it twice. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'll just be a little lazy on that, right? I just I just don't want to do it twice. That's all. Um, I think it's cool. I like uh, Kill Team from Games Workshop, and this gives me a lot of the same vibes. Uh, so essentially, you pick a uh, a list archetype. So for example. The you could pick um, a more stormtrooper focused list with you know an officer stormtroopers and uh, death troopers with a medical droid, or you could pick like um, a more ISF like based list. So you get a captain, some ISF troopers, and some scout troopers, uh, and you also get ID ten. So it's cool, uh, and then it also does like the fun part of uh, kill team essentially, where you only have to buy a couple boxes and. You're, you're good to play. So you could buy uh, basically two boxes is what I'm seeing for about most of these lists. You buy two boxes uh, of models and then you got your you got your squad and you're good to play. You just print these out. Um, I'm always a big fan of print and play stuff, giving giving life to your models in a different way. I mean, I enjoy that type of stuff. So this is really cool. I'm going to check it out when it gets out of beta. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I also like that there's four different objectives for this game, and it's literally you each bring your list, and then you pick one of the four to play. And if you want to be make it random, you can make it random. I mean, there, there's no, you know, lay them out and veto or anything. It's literally just, all right, what do we want to play? Or hey, let's make it random. Which one do we do? <laughs> yeah. You know? 
So I, I, I like that level of simplicity. This seems fun. It, it feels like it's meant to be played in 60 to 90 minutes. Um, you know, I, I don't know gameplay time and I don't remember reading anywhere the actual gameplay time, but that's what it feels like to me. It, it feels like it's just going to be a lot less models and a, you know, just like a more interactive version of Skirmish, essentially. Because the, the Skirmish game mode is fun and all, but it's definitely not a balanced game mode. Uh, but this, it will be fewer models and hopefully after beta more balanced. Yeah, that's the hope. Uh, I think it'll be quick. I'm seeing like eight to nine activations for most most of these lists so it's nothing crazy uh, I, again i didn't read it but i think it's four rounds only yeah it's only four rounds um and then the game ends so it's got to be quick it's i think you could get this down in an hour probably because yeah, you're not like messing with like cohesion and other stuff yeah, so each, each model is its own unit essentially so yeah you're not thinking about turn zero because like you already have a predefined mission and deployment, so <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, and you literally roll for red or blue, so get, and the lists are there. also. I, I think this will be so you know exactly yeah. what you could be up against. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think this is gonna be. I think this is gonna be fun. I'm just gonna give it a shot, probably when it's out of beta. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like the most customization you can do right now is what command cards you bring. Right. Which that's cool to me. There's new command cards, and I'm glad there's no heroes because yeah. if I if I want to add heroes, I'll just play, I'll just play like Legion or Shatterpoint. Shatterpoint seems more hero focused. Yeah, definitely. Also, the fact yeah. that there's so many new keywords for this, um, and then I don't know if you guys also caught, but um, you can't move twice in this either. So. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah. For real? Yeah, uh, I think there's a special keyword that that's that actually a good can, thing. Yeah, you can you can do a full movement, let's say the the you know speed two movement, uh, but then you could take another action that lets you do speed one. But it's you can't do two speed two movements in any given turn, uh, ba based on what I've noticed. Um, un unless maybe there's a card that lets somebody do something, but you know because it's such a smaller scale game, you don't want people like sprinting everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. I I think it's good. That's definitely a good thing. John, what about you? Are you are you a fan? Uh, I so I think I'm a fan of the idea of it and the fact that the community as a whole can use the minis that they have already purchased in new and exciting ways. Um, for me personally, I'm not a huge fan of the smaller scale skirmish style games. Like, if I'm gonna get together and I'm gonna make an evening out of it, I'd rather just play like the full scale game um and i only get to play two maybe three times a month so it's not like oh man i'm playing standard games two or three nights a week and but i still have all this extra time let me throw this in there um <laughs> so, so i i mean so i get it uh it reminds me like back in the day I played like i said in previous casts i played 40k for a long time so um, I played like the original Kiel team that was in like the White Dwarf magazine um, and Inquisitor, which is almost like MCP or, or uh, Shatterpoint, at least from the design of controlling like three to four larger heroes. And it was just every time I, I tried it or played it with a buddy, I was like, you know, we're getting together. I'd rather just play like the full on like I just love the aesthetic and the uh, the grand nature of having the huge table with all the train and all the minis. Um, so that's just my style of play. So something like this doesn't necessarily interest me. But I think it's awesome that AMG would put something like this out, you know. And it's free. Uh, I, I love that they are taking some of the input from the community during this beta test phase. So I think that's all very cool. It's just not, not for, for me personally. So, this feels not to say it's like, yeah, bad. That's all good. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, for sure. I completely understand that, but I also feel like uh, once this gets fleshed out, this could be used as the gateway drug for any friends that say they don't like miniatures games, uh, and and then you can you know trick them into full legion using this. 
<laughs> so I'm glad you brought that up because you just reminded me. Uh, th- this game mode is actually perfect because I've been wanting to show like my little cousins um, Legion, right? Because like, <laughs> they know I play these games, but there's no way I'm going to bring this to like Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> uh, you, <laughs> bringing a full Legion table, two armies is like very annoying. Uh, skirmish was not fun, so I was not going to bring that, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, so this looks great. It's a super small model count. Uh, and I've already, you know, I've got, we could just use like kitchen table stuff for terrain, like some books, some salt shakers. It's fine. Everything has cover anyways. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I think this is awesome. So for tricking your family members into miniature games, this is going to be pretty good. <laughs> it's also Star Wars. So it usually sells with, uh, sells with my family. I mean, Star Wars, just yes. But, um, I mean, if somebody is playing this game and doesn't like Star Wars, uh, please reach out. I would love to talk to you. Uh, I want to know why. (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars, I mean, Star Wars is multi-generational. I think that's, like, one of the coolest things about it. Like, my mom loves Star Wars, I love Star Wars, and my girls love Star Wars. So it's like three generations of star wars fans um yeah so i think star wars definitely anything you put out even if it's like subpar people are gonna buy it just simply because it's star wars if if you don't like it someone else will of of either generation younger or older right yeah exactly that's that's the amazing part yeah yeah everybody has things they like all right gentlemen any other final thoughts before we uh land this ship why do you always assume we're landing? Before we crash the ship. How about that? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Ingloriously. Let's crash this X-Wing. All right, everyone. It's been great. I'm Corey. I'm John. I'm Brendan. Don't encourage actual drug use, but use this game as a game of drug <laughs> Stay glorious, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>